0: Hi and welcome to Seen and Heard. This is Allison Tristo, the Community Field Rep with Western United Dairies. Today we'll be talking to the Chief Development Officer at Common Good Water, Val Fishman. She talks about great information about Common Good Water's water efficiency program, so let's go ahead and get into it.
1: Are you tired of hearing that the main way to save water is fallowing? Are you tired of seeing articles about how alfalfa and corn waste water? At Common Good Water, we combine the best-in-class subsurface drip system and precision crop management services, including pest control. Our verification program qualifies for public funding, and we want to help you continue farming in California. Contact your groundwater sustainability agency and ask how you can work with Common Good Water. Visit commongoodwater.com.
0: Hi, Val, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Um, So I was hoping we could start by talking a little bit about Common Good Water and what they stand for.
1: Sure. Well, Common Good Water is an agricultural water demand management program. And I love the question, what do you stand for? I feel like I could go on about that. But in <laughs> short, um, we stand for keeping farmland in production more efficiently and effectively. Um, so with the Western Water Challenges, you know, alfalfa is just all over the news about how much water it uses. And we have a way to grow a healthier, more abundant alfalfa crop while applying half the water and often, often doubling that crop, uh, crop yield. The program works on all forage crops. We talk about alfalfa a lot because it saves the most water and the crop has a lot of other benefits like soil improvements and carbon sequestration.
0: That's awesome, yeah, alfalfa is really important. Um, So what about your current role at Common Good Water? Can you kind of speak on what you do as Chief Development Officer?
1: Yeah, my role involves a lot of outreach and a lot of listening. Um, We really wanna help solve problems for people that often see things very differently. So for example, we wanna prove to state agencies like DWR, and Department of Conservation that we can keep farming while we're saving water. And we also want to help growers gain access to new funding to help them implement these systems and practices so they can continue farming in a way that works better for them and for the environment. We see the opportunity to help groundwater sustainability agencies reduce groundwater overdraft and groundwater pumping and then finally we want to bring private companies together to fund these projects too so i'm kind of talking to all of those different entities Mm -hmm. um, all the time so where we're trying to help it's incredibly important to listen to everyone to understand their challenges and their unique perspective Um, at the end of the day we have to find a way to come together on this you know, we all have to eat and we all need water. And so I really try and look for that common ground and kind of how we can work together, which right. is challenging, but fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that would be a challenge, but it's a good challenge.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, so what about the Good Water Resilience Program?
1: Yeah, so we call it, um, there's a couple of different names. We call it the Common Good Water Resilience Program. We also call it the Ag Water Conservation Program, but there's essentially three components to this. The first is that we're providing the best-in-class subsurface drip irrigation systems, which are buried about a foot below the ground. The system works on all forage crops, like I said before. The grower can rotate in other crops later, like trees or nuts. Um, The system itself is essentially a permanent irrigation infrastructure investment and upgrade. Our strategic partner is Netafim, and in addition to the system itself, Uh, Netifim provides competitive financing options, including new programs like irrigation as a service. So while growers do make the investment in the system, we are working to bring public and private funding to pay them for the water they'll save by using the system. So that's the new financial incentive. So the first part is the drip system itself. Mm -hmm. The second part is that we combine that drip system with a set of best agronomic or crop management practices that we call precision crop management. And these practices ensure that water is saved, they help the grower ensure the highest yields and optimize resources. Um, For anybody that knows anything about subsurface drip, a very robust gopher and pest management program is part of what ensures optimum performance. Um, And then we recommend that the flood systems remain in place for occasional use and aquifer recharge. So the final step, the third step, is um, independent annual verification. So we independently have um, all of the water savings verified and all of the other economic, social, and environmental benefits valued and verified over a three to five year period. And that's where that water savings payment comes from, is that verified water savings. Um, And so that's a long enough time period to establish what we call a new normal or a new baseline applied water use. Mm
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So the technology in the subsurface irrigation system, how does that conserve more water than traditional uh, irrigation systems like flood irrigation?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, it just comes down to evaporative losses. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of different nuances that I won't go into all the details of, but really the difference is there is no evaporation on the field. Everything is happening, those the water and the nutrients are getting spoon fed to the crop underground. So all that water that used to have to evaporate on the surface is no longer lost. That water also causes the crop stress. So the crop's stress level is reduced, meaning that it can photosynthesize better and grow better. So there's like a bunch of different things that all happen together, but I'd say that in short, the one thing that is really the the transformational aspect is that removal of evaporation, the water on the surface, that also of course reduces weeds and those kinds of things. Um, So the example I would invite everybody to think about is if you were farming like a 160 acre plot of alfalfa on flood irrigation, and you're producing a certain amount of tonnage from that 160 acres, you could actually produce that same amount of tonnage on a hundred acres when our system is applied. So that's just another really practical way to think about it. It's just a more efficient way to do it and you're still saving water, but you're getting a better yield.
0: Got it, that makes sense. Um, Are there incentives to buying a contract and joining the program?
1: Yeah, so that's kind of what the whole thing is structured around is a new incentive structure. It's this combination of an upfront payment that helps with installation costs as well as those annual payments that I mentioned that can go over three to five years. Um, so that really is kind of the incentive structure, right? And that's based on the water savings. So when we're working with growers upfront, we'll help them forecast an anticipated annual payment that they can expect to receive based on like minimum or maximum water savings. Um, And then our agronomic service providers help ensure that that water is saved so that they can not just maximize that payment, but also maximize their yield. Um, you know, what I was mentioning before about the tonnage. So let's say they're averaging like seven to eight tons per acre on flood. They can expect more like 12 to 13 tons per acre on our system. So in addition to that financial payment, if they are selling their crop, that also helps their, um, just financial forecast.
0: Got it. This sounds like a great aid for farmers when it comes to complying to Sigma.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And this is why we're trying to work with DWR, GSA's Department of Conservation. You know, typically when you think about drip irrigation and, and the Incentives that exist for growers. It's been through like SWEEP and other state programs that just help them with their capital cost. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to show is that we can significantly prove that we're reducing groundwater demand and reducing groundwater pumping. And that if we're working with a, a groundwater sustainability agency, if they can help demonstrate that, that can qualify for funding from like Sigma or sustainable groundwater management program, or even multi-benefit land repurposing, because you're basically taking a high water use crop and turning Mm -hmm. it into a less intensive water crop.
0: Yes, definitely. So is there anything else you would like to tell the producers before uh, we wrap up the podcast?
1: Uh, I think the last thing is just if they're interested in learning more, anyone can always contact me directly, but I would even really encourage them more to just go to their groundwater sustainability agency and ask Mm -hmm. about the common good water program. Right now, the second round of grants are open from DWR's Sustainable Groundwater Management Program, and we can partner with GSAs to include forage crop acreage into a grant application that will help get funding for growers and help ver- verify benefits that demonstrate reduced groundwater pumping and other benefits important to their groundwater sustainability plan. So, contact us directly or talk to their GSA.
0: All righty. Well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. And I hope that you have a
1: good rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for having me. Pacific Gas and Electric is here to remind you that signs keep you safe. Sections of our natural gas transmission pipeline travel underground and beneath agricultural land. For the safety of you, your family, and your employees, Pipeline markers are placed to indicate the approximate location of the pipe as a reminder to use extra care. Removing a pipeline marker creates a serious safety hazard. To have additional markers placed or report damaged or missing markers, please call your PG&E account manager or our Agricultural Customer Service Center at 877-311-3276. To learn more, visit www.pge.com agsafety. Remember, signs keep you safe. Bennett Environmental, turning your wastewater liabilities into sustainable assets. Learn more at bennett-environmental.com.
0: We hope you liked this week's episode and thanks again, Val, for coming on the podcast. If you gained value from this podcast, please be sure to tell your colleagues. We are always trying to reach out to more of our industry partners. And if you like Western United Dairies content, you can always search for us on all other social media platforms at WU Dairies. Thank you to the Western United Dairies generous business sponsors. The Morning Star Company, Holt of California, Farm Credit Alliance, PG&E, Arata, Swingle, Van Egmond and Goodwin Law Offices. Yosemite Farm Credit, FNR and Ag Services, Moss Energy Works, California Dairy Magazine, Bennett Environmental, and Common Good Water. We appreciate our sponsors and thank them for their continued support. While Western United Dairies respects the varied views of our guests, please note that the opinions expressed in the Seen and Heard podcast may not necessarily reflect the positions of the Western United Dairies Board of Directors or our sponsors. If you would like more information on how to sponsor Western United Dairies or this podcast, please send us an email at info at com.